0: Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual support. Thank you for continuing to download and to share and to comment on these episodes. I am so appreciative of it. Thank you also to those of you that have sought out some private coaching for me. Um, I'm so enjoying that guys. I I hope you are feeling mutually the same as I am, about our relationship, our coaching relationship. I super, super, super duper love you guys. And um, I'm happy and honored to be on these journeys with you. If you are looking for a life coach and um, you're just kind of nervous about it, why don't you check me out at IamReneeRoberts.com. Go out there and book a consultation. A consultation, y'all. It's free, okay? Go book it let 's have a sh- a brief conversation about your coaching needs let 's see if coaching is the- actually what you need because maybe. You know, you may find like either I don't need it or oh my god, I am I need it and I'm all in. Uh, but try it. It does not cost you anything but thirty, fifteen to thirty minutes of your time. Okay, so you can book that once again at I am Renee roberts dot com. I am ready and willing and available. Okay, and if you are not following me on Facebook and Instagram, go ahead and check me out there at i am Renee Roberts. Your girl is trying to do some things. You know, I'm trying to, um. Become a greater content digital content creator. Okay okay, 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 Uh so please go there and follow. Check out what I'm check out some of my content on there. And if you are on Facebook, which I know a lot of you are not really Facebookers, but if you are, if you happen to be a part of the OG gang, um go ahead and check out our coach my world podcast fam. Facebook group. That is for this podcast in particular. So on there, I will always post the um, the podcast episode weekly and maybe with a question or something, but please, it is open to all group members to post in, to dialogue in. Um, let's have fun in the group, all right? And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of healing, self-discovery, and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. I am sure you have seen what our Family Matters episode is going to be about today. This episode, I'm sorry, I, I normally don't try to say today. I'm recording during the day, but you may be listening to this at any time of this particular day that you're in, okay? So anyways, this particular episode, Dangerous Family Secrets, you know, um, Keeping family secrets creates such a toxic environment that poisons the entire family, y'all. It can be so extremely harmful. It can lead to anxiety. It can lead to shame. It can lead to trust issues. Um, It can lead to resentment and stress. And sometimes it can lead to the abuse of substances because you're using substances to cope, right? Right? So we. this is why you have quite a few, um, especially, I will say, I only, I'm very familiar with my own black culture, uh, and I know that based on the research, there's a lot of drug abuse and substance abuse in our black culture that stems from family issues, and a lot of times the family issues have not really been revealed, and so to cope with the unknown, you know, people you know, numb themselves. And so um I thought it would be really cool to kind of come on and talk about this dangerous um thing of that uh, family secrets is. Family secrets is a dangerous thing, okay? Or they are dangerous things. And there are different types of family secrets, which is where I really want to focus my energy on in this episode. Uh, So if you are, let's just give a, a trigger alert or a trigger warning, Um, Some of the examples I may use, they may be slightly triggering to some of you that are listening. Um, And if so, uh, I want you at that moment of the trigger to pause the episode. Take some deep breaths. Even address what you're feeling in that time. So whether you journal or whatever you do to manage through those types of moments, I would encourage you to just write down you know, what you're feeling and why you feel you're feeling what you're feeling. And when you are able or ready, I would encourage you to continue from where you left off in the episode. Uh, whether it be in this moment or whether it be in a future time, uh, try to come back to it and get through it it promises to be empowering for you okay so that's just for any triggers that may get lit up in this episode um you know from what I'm describing or using as examples all right okay so first I want to get into the types of family secrets um but before we get into the actual particular types, let's make a divide on, um, on how secrets can be. So that means they can be healthy secrets and then they can be unhealthy secrets. So let's explore those two things first. So healthy secrets, these are secrets that actually benefit the family. Okay, They're good for the family. Uh, These these are the types of secrets. They're not destructive. Uh, They're not uh, backbiting. They're not meant to hurt anyone or they won't hurt anyone. There's no ulterior motives to them. Uh, These types of secrets actually strengthen and help the, the family to bond closer as a unit. So, for example surprises like I know we call it a surprise but it's still a secret when you're you're trying to get a surprise together whether it be a birthday party an anniversary thing um, a celebration of any sort that you just want to surprise you want to and in in surprising you have to keep it a secret you have to actually lie about a lot of things in order to keep the surprise covered until the time of reveal the difference between deadly or or, or unhealthy secrets and surprises is that surprises are eventually, uh, exposed. They're revealed at the surprise, right? So that is a healthy secret. Okay. I don't want you to get all deep and like, well, you know, can't keep anything from the family yeah surprises are fair they're they're at they're good um also secret handshakes like my kids all you know my adult kids to this day they all have their own little secret handshake it's a sibling thing I love it I love it I love it I love it I've been trying to get one of them to create one with me but it hasn't worked and then at my age my mind is just like child we're not trying to remember no special handshake but that's something that the siblings built over the years and it is their way of connecting you know and so those types of things <clears throat> that keeps the sibling bond going those are that's a healthy thing you know in that uh inside jokes you know every family should have them i think they're really cool and uh you know my family has them and we do it a lot of our inside jokes are connected to movies or something on tv we're really big movie fans m- movie buffs household, right? So we can all say a tagline and we know why we're saying it, and what it comes from, and we just bust out laughing, so it's an inside joke that keeps us all connected, keeps us unified um, <clears throat> and it's something that's such a such a strengthening thing for the family so those that's that's what healthy looks like, and you can kind of examine the secrets in your family and discover what's healthy based on that. I'm also going to give you the unhealthy, so you can then decipher between the two uh because there are some unhealthy secrets in in some of our families. Now, these are the types of secrets that are harmful. Um, They can actually be destructive to the family unit or the family structure, the dynamics of the family, right? So um, when secrets are unhealthy, they actually destroy relationships within the family. They actually affect the lives of the children and the grandchildren. Uh, They affect the lives of the parents. You understand? Because it's not just about parents. Having secrets from the kids. Kids be having secrets from the parents as well. Uh, these types of un- unhealthy secrets are the type of secrets that literally create anger and resentment, which is definitely, they're, they're, these are not components for strengthening and bonding, which, which we you know understand the healthy ones to do. So when a secret starts creating anger and resentment um, in, or creating a false sense of reality, we understand that this is unhealthy, okay uh, really quick, I know uh creating a false sense of reality um you know, Cal and I, you know my ex husband uh when my kids were growing up, we really tried hard, and it was our intent was not to keep secrets to harm them. We actually felt like we were protecting them. And so a lot of things that were going on throughout the 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 30 something years of marriage, they just never saw. They never saw growing up. Yeah, they may have seen us argue here and there or be upset with each other. You know, normal couple uh, upsets, but, um, they didn't know the deep severity of a lot of the things we dealt with. And so in their eyes, when they heard about, you know, when we talked to them about getting divorced, it was just like a shocker to them. Like, what are you talking about? You guys are great. You all have been great. That's all we've seen all our lives. And we actually, in trying to protect them, Created a false sense of reality for them. And um, looking back, you know, how you kind of look back in retrospect and you kind of reevaluate things and say what you would have done differently. What I would have done differently, I think I would have um, tried to come up with a way to communicate more of the severity, not so much as the actual situations, but just more of the severity of where uh, we were in that time. And um, not that it would have made them feel any better about divorce in this time but i think it would have given them it it would have it, they wouldn't have had this false uh sense of reality as it pertains to their father and i so that's just an example i was thinking about as an unhealthy secret uh not that the secret was a bad one or or that it had malice or intent to harm but sometimes unhealthy secrets is sim- simply like okay you held the secret that could have little, literally prevented those that the secret was held from, uh, it could have prevented them from being in such disarray or or cre- having a false sense of what's actually going on. I hope that makes sense. All right. So hopefully you've grasped a better or clearer understanding of the positive and negative aspects of family secrets. And I know I talk really vulnerable on this <coughs> podcast and I probably sound a little more vulnerable since my divorce. But once again, I I keep putting it out there because it helps me normalize this in my own uh, current existing life. And as well as hoping it will help you to normalize it when you hear me saying it. All right. Now, let's get into some specific types of secrets. I have three major ones. Okay, so the first one are individual secrets. And they, I'm just going to group them like that, okay? Um, individual secrets, internal family secrets, and then shared family secrets. So let's talk a little bit about the individual secrets first. Uh, what an individual secret is, is a secret that is kept by one person of the family from the rest of the family. All right? From one person, from the, by one person from the rest of the family. Um, most times, individuals that are holding their secrets, they tend to center on a family member, uh, that, that kind of, let me rephrase that when, when someone is having, holding a secret. Okay. This is the family member that's usually hiding, um, because of, uh, a rule they've broken or, uh, they feel they've let the family down. (coughs) Um, and they're hiding these things in order to avoid the consequences, um, and possibly to protect others of the family from the pains of the secret and the fact that they've actually done what they've done. Um, these types of secrets can literally lead to so much anxiety within the family. And I'll give you another vulnerable example. Um, when I was sixteen, <laughs> excuse me. When I was sixteen, <clears throat> ended up pregnant. Um, and it was pregnant with my, at the time, boyfriend, Cal, which was my husband later, uh, but ended up pregnant at 16, hit it, hit it, like hit it, was in denial about it, did not tell my mom, Cal was the only one that knew, uh, did not say a word, trying to hide it. Once my mom finally found out, because I never told her, um, um, We kept it a secret. My mom and I kept it a secret from my grandmother, who was my heart. Like, that lady was my rock, my everything. So, um, long story short, got the abortion and... um, when my grandmother did find out later, I confessed, I told her about it. And she wept, she cried. And she was like, why didn't you tell me, baby, you know, we would have raised this child, you wouldn't have had to worry about it. And, you know, that goes on and on. But um, yeah, it literally caused a lot of pain and anxiety within the family unit within my household. And I'm not sure of how much of my other parts of family even know. I mean, I'm okay, I publicize it, you know, I talk about it, but you know those are the kind of secrets you just as an individual and and guess what that secret was killing me, it was really killing me inside, right um and although it, it I felt like it killed me more to have to have an abortion, um I understand now the the impacts of holding those type of secrets in. So what I did with my own children is just trying to <clears throat> make sure I create safe spaces for them to be able to share and not hold secrets from me. Not that they will tell me everything. I know they have not. But at least if not me, you know, sharing it with their siblings or or sharing it with someone that can be of help to them. So that's individual secrets. That's my example. You can think of your own. I'm sure you, we all have held some secrets and maybe yours was not as uh, intense as my secret was. But, um, you know, for some of us, we have the motto, I'm taking this to the grave. And, you know, hey, if that works and it's not impacting the family in any kind of way, if it's not impacting you in any kind of, any kind of way, then take it to the grave. But when something is so pertinent in our lives, sometimes it's not so easy to just take it to the grave uh, because actually holding it in may actually take you to the grave. All right, I digress from that. Second one, internal family secrets. So that was the individual. Let's talk about internal family secrets. Internal family secrets involve at least two people keeping a secret from one um, or, or many of the other family members. Now, the internal secret, known by some and not others, this actually creates like division and it starts creating these subgroups, right, which draws lines between those who know and those who, who don't know, those who are left unaware. Intergenerational secrets, fam, listen to me. The intergenerational secrets, the kind that uh, a parent confides in a child and leaves a spouse out on, on the outside, this creates issues. This creates strife. We should, as parents, never, ever include our children in these kind of secrets. You understand? In unhealthy secrets. You know, a mother should never be just confiding in the child about... um having an affair or cheating and don't tell your dad and vice versa a, a dad should never be confiding in a child about that you know don't hold secrets and don't teach your children to hold secrets because what it does it starts causing strife it starts putting uh uh un- restlessness in them concerning the other parent we have to be wiser with that now those are internal uh family secrets uh these types of f- secrets actually create cycles they create unhealthy cycles in the family dynamic. Um, they can actually cause a split of loyalty, which is, you know, pretty much what I was trying to describe with the parent child situation. Uh, and, and it can also cause a split loyalty with, between siblings. So, parents. You know, when you're keeping secrets from each other, that's still a part of this internal family secret thing. And and then when parents are keeping secrets from the kids and kids are keeping secrets from the parents. So these are internal family secrets. This is how internal family secrets operate. (coughs) I was trying to think if I had a personal example of that. I really can't think of one at this moment. So I will move on, but I I think you caught it, you know, just because we, uh, Cal and I really did, we focused much on being a unit in front of the kids. So we would never divide their loyalty and say, don't say this to your dad or don't say this to your mom. Um, Now, whether my kids did it amongst each other. I don't know. I think they did. They have confessed some things to us, but I can't remember. You know, we laugh about things like that in our family conversations, but um, they say, oh, you didn't know, like the, the sibling code, and they kept a secret. And they're like, yo, why didn't you tell us that? So you get the drift. That's what internal family secrets look like. And then the third one is shared family secrets. Now, shared family secrets, which is different from internal family secrets. Uh, these are pieces of, inf- of information that's known in the family, but it is not you're not allowed to take it outside of the family. So it's like what stays in family what's, what's done in the family stays in the family. What's said in the family stays in the family. These types of secrets sometimes fortifies lies, y'all, and it also reinforces erroneous beliefs about others and about the world. So we have to be mindful of that. Like we're not creating these cults in our families through these family secrets. Uh, you know, the world is, is meant to um, be explored and looked at through open an open mind and open lenses. But if we have erroneous beliefs and, and we've been fortified with lies and because we're not a, allowed to talk about it outside of the family, uh, it, it creates a really, really cultish dynamic um, in the family household. So we got to be careful of that. You know, these shared family secrets, when the family has something that they're holding secret against the world or from the world, uh, that's not happy. I mean, that's not healthy. Now, regardless of the type of family secret. I want you to understand that when the secret is unhealthy, it only harms the family and creates generational cycles that are hard for the future generations to break. So we're setting our grandchildren and our great-grands and our great-great-grands and our great-nephews. What was that? Our great-nephews, our great-nieces. We're we're literally creating cycles for them that are going to be struggles for them to break if if they're able to break them at all. You know, I want you to think about this. How many of us that's on our healing journey, have run into a family secret that has contributed to the reason you actually need healing in the first place. Anybody out there? You know, the more you dig into things, you'll start finding out uh, certain things about your, your family and about the history of your family and about things that, you know, has, have happened in the family. You know, finding out you have other siblings as an adult that you've never met like things like that, you know, or finding out as an adult that your dad is not your actual biological father. It's so common finding out that you were a product of rape, which is why you don't know your own birth father. <clears throat> and you don't understand a lot of why you deal with certain emotional states and or or certain physical things that you just don't want to uh, deal with. Yeah. 'cause mama didn't talk about it. Uh finding out your man your mom uh knew that her man or her boyfriend was molesting and raping you, but kept silent to keep her relationship with him okay. You know? That that's 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 those are family secrets. Now, these are not my truth. None of them, are, none of those are my truth. Yet, they are true life stories for people that I have come into contact with, that I have encountered, that I have coached, that I have prayed with, that I have counseled, right? In all my years of coaching and pastoring, I've come across all of these actual things, these narratives in people's lives. And these are some of the most harmful secrets, fam. These are some of the most difficult things to get over and and it literally shifts the way people that have encountered this it shifted the way they saw life in those moments so it is so important to understand how toxic these things are to a person's mental health secrets unhealthy secrets they're toxic to your mental health so it's important to speak up and speak out about them you don't have to speak up and speak out publicly, but you got to speak up. Start within the family. Start within finding out. You know, making sure that we all are aware of this, and uh, and and making sure that everybody understands that we're aware of this, and then we can take it to the next level if the family can't handle it. But don't allow arrogance and and pride to keep you in a cycle of unhealthy family secrets. You got to do something about it. And I know, I told you earlier, we've been told this. We have been drilled this in our head. What happens in this house stays in this house. What happens in this family stays in this family. But beware, that is a death sentence, fam. Not just for you, but for your family's future generations, for the legacy of the family. That can literally kill it off. Now, when you discover a secret... Sit down with your family and address it, or sit down with the individual and address it. And if the secret is too painful for you to address or confront alone, seek professional guidance before you address anything. Seek some professional guidance that can be through a coach, through a uh, counselor, through a therapist, from your through your mentor. Like seek some professional guidance on the best way to deal with what you've discovered. All right. And let me say this, you, you, you know, your pastor is a professional. Well, let me give you a word of caution for any pastor. Uh, if your pastor is not open-minded and, and religiously biased, they may not be the best person to go to uh, when you're dealing with a secret. Because religion has a way of, 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 of keeping us silent. So it literally has a way of empowering that ugly cycle of secrets of unhealthy secrets in our lives all right so you have to know you better just know know. no if your pastor is your choice just know you need to know that they're going to be able to guide you in a healthy way not a religious way Yeah. But whatever you do, whatever you decide to do, don't shove it under the rug again. Okay. It was under there as a secret. Don't you shove it back under there. Do something that will positively shift the trajectory of your life and your family's legacy. Okay. Well, fam, I am sure this has tapped on some unwanted feelings for some of you. Um, for some, maybe it empowered you to do what you need to do in addressing the secrets. And then for some, maybe it validated how you feel about your family secrets and is now promo- pro- provoking you to do better with the family that you are building yourself. So you may not, it may, you know, what you've experienced with your siblings and parents, uh is maybe provoking you to change the way you do things with your own children and your partner or spouse, and uh, so that you're not creating secrets in the home. But whichever way it hit you, I just want you to know that you are capable of breaking that generational cycle of hiding things that need to be exposed. Too many people have been injured. Too many people have tried to commit suicide. Too many people have committed suicide because they've been carrying family secrets and never exposing them. Know that you are not alone, fam. Many of us have encountered the impact of family secrets, all right? This is not an anomaly, Many of us deal with this, especially in our black culture. I don't know about other cultures, but our black culture, we're infamous for this. So don't feel like something is wrong with you. Don't feel like something has plagued your family. Just receive this as an opportunity to become a healthier you, which if you're infectious enough, you could possibly create a healthier family dynamic uh, in your family. Ah, this was deep, fam. I know it was deep. It was deep for these few minutes that I have. But just know that I love you and I'm believing you. I believe that you can do what you need to do to be the healthiest version of you. So until next episode, I want you to do the work. Do the work to deal with those family secrets so that the family, the legacy of the family, can truly begin to thrive. All right? You got this, fam. Have a great one.